the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, and I'm not alone, Guest number one, well, I guess we can't call him a guest, but it's Luke. And I'm not talking about Luke, who is the gospel writer. I'm talking about the Luke, who is our uh, technician, our radio technician there, who's uh, able to uh, take your calls when you call in with questions or inquiries. Now, the other person who is here briefly today is none other than my beautiful wife, uh, Sister Moss. And uh, she wants to ask me something about our upcoming conference. What have you got to say, huh? Well, oh, okay, Pastor, all right, all right, got me right up, up front, huh? What's <laughs> the next? Oh, me off guard. Well, first of all, let me start off by uh, just saying hello to our listening audience out there today, and uh, so um, glad that you tuned in to Bible Talk this evening, and prayerfully, um, it will be a blessing to you today. So, once again, thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, hopefully you will enjoy this broadcast. Uh, today. Um, now, as Pastor said, um, I want to talk a little bit about the upcoming conference, but before I do, I'm going to ask him a question, and uh, since this uh, conference is dealing with apologetics, and the question I want to put to him is this, Pastor, why is apologetics necessary? Why is it necessary? All right, and well, what is apologetics? For right. those who may not know what apologetics is. Well, apologetics is from the uh, Greek word apologia, which basically means to make a defense of. Uh, and so that means to defend the faith. Now, if you want to know why uh, we do it, uh, we do it because the Bible commands us to do it. Okay. Folks don't know that. All right. Uh, we, don't, we, we recognize the Bible says go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So uh, evangelism, we understand, must be done. But at the same time, the Bible also says this over in Jude 3 and 4, where it says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. 
it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. Earnestly contend. Mm -hmm. You know, contenders like fight in an arena. Absolutely. Uh, so Mike Tyson and whoever, right? Mm -hmm. It says, earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. So you see here right in the Bible, right here in the Word of God, we are commanded to uh, defend the faith. No doubt about it. It's not something that we uh, uh, do on our own. It's something that we're required to do. Then it says in verse 4, here's the reason for it. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So we see here, as well as other places, we are commanded to do this. So it's not like, in fact, to be honest with you, it's a part of presenting the gospel and preaching the gospel. Uh, uh, and not enough of this happens today. There are churches who are doing it. We need to do it more. We need to prepare our world uh, for uh, the, the fact that uh, knowing Christ, that's great, but also being able to defend the gospel because the gospel is being attacked. Okay, so when you basically what you're saying, this is something that's necessary because the Bible admonishes us to do that. And so, therefore, every born-again believer, every assembly um, should be defending the faith. That's right, defending the faith, learning how to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's, of course, what we're uh, offering them. Uh, in fact, we're looking at three months where we're going to do a seminar in August, mm -hmm. one in September, the last one in October, mm -hmm. dealing with apologetics. Uh, then we'll take a break for a while and come back, but uh, definitely uh, uh, folks don't want to miss it. How can they uh, find out about it? Well, of course. Like, yeah, I'll be very glad to, 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 to put that out there. First of all, it's going to be the first one is going to be held on August the 28th. August the 28th, and it will be on a Saturday. I want you to save that date, put it on your calendar, post it on your refrigerator, do whatever you have to do to save the date. <laughs> Once again, that's August the 28th, and it will be on a Saturday. And that time frame is from 10 to 12.30, 10 a.m. to 12.30. And uh, we ask that you get there on time. Uh, because when you come in, uh, we are currently following uh, the CDC rules uh, at Strictly. And uh, what I mean by that is when you come in, you will have your temperature taken. Uh, it, it is also a mask event. Uh, if you don't have a mask, uh, we will have plenty of masks available. And uh, we will also make sure we keep that distance. Um, so uh, you don't have to be concerned about that. But once again, that's going to be August the 28th. And that's Saturday from 10 to 12.30. And the cost is only $20. And that would include the whole uh, conference itself and also very light uh, refreshments. Now, you do not have to, your next question may be, well, what do I have to do? Do I have to pre-register? No, you do not have to pre-register. You do not have to uh, 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 pay ahead of time. Uh, all we need you to do is call a couple of numbers to let us know if you're intent, okay? We do need you to do that. So that way we will know how many people that we will be, um, you know, accommodating on that day. Now, there are a couple of numbers uh, I'm going to give you. First number is 586-260-0625. That's 586, area code 260-0625. The next number will be 313, area code 933-9270. 
area code 313-933-9270. And you just need to call either one of those numbers and just let us know if you're intent. Uh, that you will be attending, and when you call, you just basically need to say uh, your name and that you plan to be in attendance. Now, that $20, you will pay that on the day of event. Once again, you do not have to pay in advance. No advance payment required. We want you to bring that $20 with you, and you will pay at the event. Now, where is the event? It's going to be held at Strictly Biblical. That's 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River, Detroit, Michigan. And for those of you who've never been to Strictly, we are sandwiched right in between Oakland Boulevard and I-96. Once again, that address is 10709 Grand River, Detroit, Michigan. And we are sandwiched right in between Oakland and I-96. And once again, you'll be hearing us talking about this on a regular basis up until the time of the event. Uh, share it with your friends, your neighbors, and uh, we just want you to come out and be a part of this Apologetic Boot Camp, Apologetic Boot Camp Conference, August 28th. God bless you. All right. We want to thank uh, Sister Moss for that. Definitely, we're looking forward to being able to uh, minister to you in the area of Christian apologetics. Uh, equipping uh, you and as many as come to be able to defend the faith against those who come against it. So do remember that. And those two numbers you can call, which is area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270. The other number, area code 586-260-0625. And so uh, definitely, again, area code 586 260-0625. And one other number I forgot to mention, Pastor. I'm so sorry. Um, getting old. I have to excuse me. Overlook me. Uh, but one other no- number I wanted to mention is they can also call the radio. Yeah, they, they can, can also call. call the radio yeah. broadcast. And that's one 423 That's one And let us know if you attend as well. But don't only do that, though, during the hour that I am on. That's right. That's that's why, please, please, oh, yes, please do not call any other time. Only do it during Bible talk. Yeah. Bible talk only. Thank you. All right. All right, we're going to go to uh, uh, Mark from Detroit. Hey, Pastor, how are you doing this evening? Real good. How are you? Good. i got a couple of questions to ask, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, in Revelation, oh, I'm sorry, in First John, the last chapter, chapter 17, I'm having, I'm kind of confused about this verse. It says, all wrongdoing is sin, and there is sin that does not lead to death. I thought all said sin led to death. All right, so if you're in First John chapter 5 and verse uh, yeah. yeah, 17, says, any man see his brother sin a sin, which is not unto death, he shall ask, and he shall give him life to them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death. I do not say that he shall pray for it. All right, very good question. In other words, what is it meaning in that passage when it says sin unto death? Because as you know, as you uh, correctly surmised theologically, that you're right, what leads to death, to the death of all mankind, is sin in the first place. However, I'm sure there's something that you have to admit, right? That there are people who died because they sinned and it had nothing to do with hell. 
right? Can you imagine? Can you give me some examples? I, 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 I thought all sin, you go to hell for all sin is is uh, is, is well. What happens is, is all like a fire. And you uh, to uh, hell, okay? Uh, if you not if you don't repent of it, but what what that verse is telling us is this: there are sins that you can c- uh, commit in this life, which would cause you to uh, 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 have an early death. Okay, that's what it's dealing with: sins that you can commit in this life, as in fact, even as a Christian, and it leads to your death. Now you know of these examples, right? Where, for instance, in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 3, okay, remember Moses had, uh, well, Moses was a great leader, but in one case he had sinned. He was supposed to speak to the rock. Instead of speaking to it, he took his rod and hit it. After that, God was angry with him, okay, and told him because of uh-huh. that, he was not going to go into the promised land. Over in Deuteronomy chapter 3, where, uh, in fact, uh, and now we know that Moses went to heaven, but he died early because he had disobeyed God. In fact, he prays about it in Deuteronomy chapter 3. Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse 25, he says, I pray thee, he's praying to God, let me go over and see the good land that is beyond Jordan, the goodly mountain in Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me for your sake. He tells the people, they're the one who provoked him, but still he's the one who sinned. But the Lord was angry with me for your sakes and would not hear me. And the Lord said unto me, Let uh, it suffice thee. In fact, he told him this, which is fascinating, and it fits the verse that you gave. Speak no more unto me of this matter. He told him, Don't even ask me about it anymore. In other words, don't pray about it. Okay? Why? He said, Because of God's decree was, in verse 27, Get thee up into the top of Pisgah, and lift up thine eyes westward and northward, and southward, and eastward. And behold it with thine eyes, for thou shalt not go over this Jordan. He was going to die, and not be allowed to go into the promised land because of his sin. Okay? So that's an example of uh, how a Christian, and I'm talking about hell here, but can lead to an early physical death because of the fact that you violated the law of God in such a way that he takes you out. We see another example of this also, uh, yeah, but, uh, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I, can I interrupt your pastor? Right. It's uh, but it says here that all wrongdoing is sin, and there is sin that does it, not it lead to death. death. Yeah, under your immediate physical death. Okay, so you can't even pray for it because the that's what it tells. That's exactly what happened in Deuteronomy. Even when Moses prayed, asked God, "Can I please go over to Jordan?" God told him, "No, you're going to die," and He told him the reason why. Because of the fact that ah. you sin, instead of you, ah, yeah, instead of you uh, speaking uh, ah. to the rock, yeah, he hit it. You rebels must I fetch this for you? So he died physically because of his sin. But you know, like I know, where do we see Moses in the New Testament? Ah, I got you, got you. That makes sense. May I ask you one other thing? Okay, but let me answer that question. We see him on the Mount of Transfiguration, right? He was there with Elijah. Yeah. So that shows that he went to heaven. Yeah. He died early and wasn't able gotcha. to go to the promised So that can happen to Christians also who fail to take communion. If they do that in some kind of a unbelievers or play around with it, some things like that can lead to your early physical death. Oh, okay, okay, I understand. Now, what about the rapture? Um, that's what everybody. That's when the, the believers are go up to meet Christ in the sky when he returns. Correct? 
Absolutely. Now, I'm, I'm, another thing I'm confused about, uh, the Bible I was, I was reading it says that uh, it is appointed for every man to die once. Now, if, if you're raptured up off the earth, you're, and uh, uh, I know that I know. I'm, if you're raptured up off the earth, are, are you? Is your body? Are you going to die? Your body going to fall down? Is it just your spirit going to rapture up to see him? Because it's appointed yeah. that man should die. Every man should die once. Is uh, that what? That's how that's going to take place. Well, what happens is you're asking an interesting question, right? Because uh, uh, it's appointed that a man wants to die, and after that, the judgment it says in Hebrews nine twenty seven. So everybody's got to go. Yeah. So that's what you mean. But what happens is. What the Bible insists upon is that, as you know, no one uh, will enter into heaven uh, without having a glorified body. Okay? So what happens in the rapture, you are changed, right? It says you're changed in the twinkling of an eye, okay? 1 Corinthians 15. So what happens is yep. uh, when people are raptured, it's like death. It's just super fast. Your uh, physical body changes instantly into a glorified body. And then you go to be with the Lord in heaven. So it's still death, but it's just so quick. I mean, you know, because in other words, the ah. flesh be done away with. You have to have a glorified body to get into heaven. Everybody who is in heaven has a glorified body. And when the rapture takes place, uh, those uh, saints who are living, they're going to die, but it's going to be quick. Uh, and in fact, uh, I say, what a way to go. Wow. Thank you very much. You really helped me. Thank you very, very All much. Right. Great questions. Appreciate it. You, all of you listening out there, you can do just like that, gentlemen. Just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Henry Moss. And if you want to ask questions, you wait till the apologetic conference friend. You'll be able to ask all the questions you want. I want you guys to wear me out. I'm looking forward to it October, I'm sorry, August 28th. All right. Any other callers? Oh, let's take a break, the young man says. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Laura Story. Alaska will truly take your breath away. If you've ever wanted to see grizzlies catching salmon or humpback whales leaping from the water, I hope you'll join Salem Media Group and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, this summer to experience all this and more as we draw closer to the Creator for seven unforgettable days. Go online to deeperfaithcruise.com to register worry-free until June 8th, deeperfaithcruise.com. Hi, this is Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. I want to let you know about an online experience called Sea Life 2021. In this six-episode video series, we're sharing stories and encouragement that will inspire and empower you to live out your pro-life views. You'll also discover valuable resources to help you step up and get involved in the cause. This is a digital experience you and your family won't want to miss. All the details are at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash life. Putts, pars, and pastors. Tee it up at the 2021 Pastors Masters with WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Registration is open for this year's tournament Monday, September 13th at the Westwind Golf Club in Oakland Township. The cost is $20 for 18 holes and includes continental breakfast, lunch, prizes, and fellowship. Reserve your spot by logging on to faithtalkdetroit.com. Sign up yourself, a group, or gift the round to a pastor. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com for more Pastors Masters information. 
This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium my pillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a queen size premium go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code run to win you will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products including the giza dreams bed sheets the my pillow mattress topper and my pillow towel sets or call 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 and use the promo code run to win at checkout for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And as I understand, uh, Bobby is on the line? Uh, yes. Are you Are you talking to me? Yes, thank you for calling. Oh, thank you. Um, now, my interest is, and I've been wondering about this lately, I did, I used to do phone calls on a prayer line for a Christian TV, and I was surprised at some of the questions I got, but now I realize I have the same question. Um, I always was under the impression that the rapture of the church was done at one time, uh, and I didn't, uh, re- this last week I was thinking it might be a spiritual thing and not the bodily rapture, and I just caught something you said. Is, am I, um, is there a possibility that, uh, when you die, and there's obviously a spiritual rapture or resurrection to the Lord, is that possibly, no, that wouldn't be a personal bodily re- resurrection. When are you saying or thinking that the bodily resurrection takes place? What, uh, what makes me think that a bodily resurrection takes place? No, no, I know there's a bodily resurrection. I'm quite assured of that. Uh-huh. I'm just wondering, when do you think it takes place? Because I've. Oh, in other I've words, the rap- when will the rapture take place? Uh, yeah, the bodily rapture. All right, well, bottom line is now, the Bible really doesn't tell us exactly when the rapture will take place. Now, one thing we know for sure, it is going to happen. We see it mentioned over in uh, 1 Thessalonians 4 and also in 1 Corinthians 15. Now, if you are like me, you believe in a pre trib rapture. That's what I believe in. I believe when I look at First uh, Thessalonians 1 and 10, it tells us that we will escape from the uh, wrath to come. Uh, Revelation uh, 3 and 10 seems to tell us the same thing. But uh, everybody uh, believes that they knows the Bible talks about a rapture, but some say that it may be a, a pre, a mid, 
pre-trib like me. Some say mid-trib. Some say post-trib. Now, I don't want you to get into that argument, okay? Now, needless to say, I think my view is right, but right. when we know for sure the rapture will take place, and it's not heresy to be pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib. I get so tired of people who want to d debate, a real heated debate about this, when that's not the issue. Jesus said, right. you know not the day or the hour when it takes place. But for sure, it's going to happen. I believe it's going to be a, a, a pre-trib. And what happens is there will be uh, uh, those who are living who will be changed. Their bodies will be changed instantly and taken to heaven. And then there, but they will, before that will be those out of the grave who are changed and go to be to heaven as well. So in the classic passage for whether it's two, First Corinthians 15, and then over in First Thessalonians um, uh, chapter um, uh, four, chapter four and verse 14. And in fact, you uh, are you still with me? I am. Yes. Let me read for you, Jessa, and this is this is a classic one. First Corinthians 15 is as well where it says in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 14, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. That means those that are dead. Okay? For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. So the dead uh, believers at this time, they will rise. Then, verse 17, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. So that's what the rapture is about. And that is what's, uh, now I'm ready for the rapture. I'm looking for it. But I, tell, I want to tell you something, sis. I hate to say it. <laughs> it scares my wife every time she hears me say it. But I think uh, being a Christian, uh, going through the tribulation would be fascinating. I would love to just see what happens. On, 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 uh, most people out there saying, Pastor Marshall, you're crazy. But I would, even my wife says I'm crazy. But I would love to well, be here. I, I can only say if God's promises are true, it might be interesting. Of course, they're true. Maybe that's how you're looking at it. I don't know. You, you say what now? Uh, I, I'm saying, looking at it from the point of view that God's promises are always true, you'd be pretty well safeguarded during that time, and it might be interesting. Because the thing that I don't understand is when the Bible says that during the tribulations, uh, these people coming through all these um, this wrath from God, they're going to point at heaven and say, this is the God of the Christians. Now, these are the same people who said, the Christian God didn't exist. I mean, I just, it just boggles my mind. Well, what what happens is, you know, well, during the tribulation period, uh, uh, definitely, uh, if you're going to be a real Christian, it's going to be tested. Because of the fact, if you do not take the mark of the beast, then you're going to be killed. You know, you will lose your life. So pretty much we, we will have some, if there are conversions, uh, and there will be, there will be sincere conversions during that time. Uh, but it just would be awesome to me to see these tribulation events, everybody thinks I'm crazy now, unfolding right before my eyes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, I will tell you, now I took care of my, I had trouble with my husband and with my son, and I took care of my parents till they died. 
So I really wasn't up on current news at all, but I do know my Bible. And when I started listening to the news, I was horrified because I could just like say, okay, that's that verse and that. And to realize that we are, uh, I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm not a sensationalist. I don't want to be uh, a person to install fear in people because fear is not a, a, you know, a good thing unless it's the fear of God. But I will tell you, we are right here. We're right here, ready to go see the Lord. Yeah, yeah. The bottom line is for us to just preach the gospel and tell it like it is. Uh, that's the job of the saints, uh, not to embellish it, just tell it like it is. And uh, the Bible itself, yeah. uh, with God's Holy Spirit working through it, uh, uh, does the conviction. I want to thank you, sis, for calling. Thank you. All right. Appreciate that call. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Sister Moss, you want to say something else about the uh, apologetic conference? Yes, yes. So it, it is a pleasure to be able to uh, uh, mention to you once again about the upcoming apologetic boot camp conference. Uh, that will be held on August the 28th. Um, that will be on a Saturday. Once again, that date is August the 28th on a Saturday. And that time frame will be from 10 to 12.30, 10 a.m. to 12.30. And uh, once again, we just admonish you to call. We're going to give a couple of numbers here for you to call. There's no pre-registration required uh, by way of registering and uh, paying up front, uh, but we do need you to call a couple of numbers and just to say that, you know, your intent is to be uh, a part of this conference. And the numbers that you want to call, of course, is 586 260-0625. That's air code 586-260-0625. Another number, 313-933-9270. 313-933-9270. And of course, you can call during Bible Talk, and that number would be 1-866-423-9578. That's 1-866- 423-9578. And all you have to do is just call and say, I plan to be there on August the 28th. And um, you can leave it on a voicemail. If you get someone live, fine. If not, uh, by all means, leave it on a voicemail. And once again, that apologetic boot camp conference will take place on August the 28th. That will be on a Saturday. And it will be held at Strictly Biblical. And for those of you who would be venturing out for the first time, the address is 10709 Grand River. That's 10709 Grand River, Detroit, Michigan. And we are sandwiched right in between Oakland Boulevard and 96. It is a mask event. Uh, even if you don't have a mask, we will have masks available. And uh, also, we ask you to get there just a tad bit early, just a few minutes early uh, prior to the starting time. Uh, because your tent will be taken uh, upon entering the building. And uh, the cost is only $20, $20. Do you have to pay up front? No, you don't have to pay up front. We ask that you bring your $20 with you and you pay on the day of the event. No pre-registration by way of paying. Once again, you bring your $20 with you on that day, August 28th, and you will pay upon arrival. And uh, we just look forward to seeing you there. 
And uh, feel free to call these numbers once again. I'm going to give you those numbers very slowly, 586-260-0625, Another number, area code 313-933-9270, area code 313-933-9270. And, of course, during Bible Talk only, you call this number, one eight six six four two three nine five seven eight one eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. And when you call, if you do not get someone live, uh, please leave a voicemail, and you only have to say, "I plan to be there." God bless you. All right, thanks, Sister Moss, for uh, uh, that plug for our apologetics uh, boot camp conference. And uh, just to let you know, uh, children—they're exempt. We're not requiring them to uh, uh, to pay uh, twenty dollars. Uh, it could be if you come and, uh, you know, you, you uh, want to pay for your child or just donate to the ministry, you can, but there's no fee for children, all right? Uh, number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. We're on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss as we continue to look at hard sayings of the Bible, hard sayings of the Bible. And sometimes there's things that the Bible says that that just look like, <laughs> I hate to say it, but that they don't belong there, right? It looks like they don't belong there. But I'm here to tell you, everything that is in the Bible belongs in the Bible. What happens is God has put things in there, I think, to make us work, especially on our hermeneutics, to make sure we're letting Scripture interpret Scripture. You say, well, Pastor Moss, what are you talking about? What about this one, okay? Over in uh, Psalms 82, okay? Wow. Psalms 82 and uh, we'll read into it, verse 5, where it says, They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. Look at this now. Here we go. Let me read it again. Psalms 82, 5. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. Then verse 6, Scripture says this, okay? This is God. I have said you are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. Wow. Okay. Here is God saying to his people, okay, uh, maybe distinct ones of his people. I have said you are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High God. What in the world does that mean? I mean, I thought there was only one God. And the worst thing you could ever do, seemingly, in the Bible, is to call yourself God, because that's what the Antichrist does. We see that over in Second Thessalonians, uh, uh, in chapter 2, verse 9, okay? And uh, so, so here, we have God saying that. Isn't that a contradiction? Well, I think not. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Uh, uh, we have a caller from Macomb. Patricia? Hello? Yes, hi. How are you doing? Good. I'm really good, good, Pastor Moss. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I, I, this is a Bible question, so I, I, I'm not sure it's on your topic. Um, but, you know, on the book of Revelation, can I ask a question that's not on your topic, but it's Bible-related? Oh, sure. Uh, anything you want. Book of Revelation? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, what's and and I'm going to kind of I'm going to kind of do a bait 
throw something out there because I want to see what you have to say about it, and then I want to then I want to say something about what I think there is like the the normal kind of a thought process. So in John, when John is talking about you know he sees a beast coming out of the sea with right. ten horns and ten crowns, and it has you know what is your and, and and I'm and I'm setting you up here, so I'm just letting you know because I want to ask you a question respectfully. Uh-huh. I'm not doing anything out of respect disrespect, but you know, like before everything that's happening in our world, you know, I think biblical interpretation, especially with Revelation, is super hard, and there's so many different thought processes. And so my question again is, what is your thought process? about John seeing a beast coming out of the sea. What is the sea to you, and what is the seven-headed beast, and all that kind of thing? All right, good question, good question. Open Revelation, chapter 13, where we see this, of course, the period Uh of time that we're in here would be the tribulation period, okay? So we're looking at uh, uh, what is happening during the tribulation. And when it says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I'll tell you another sea too, Really, the way the Bible is designed, right? Book of Revelation is the last book. Uh, I guess the way God designed it says he wanted us to read the other books before we got there. But if you were anything like me, one of the first books I wanted to read was Revelation. I had to go back and pick up on it. Because there's symbolism that is used in the book. You know, it's only 22 pages. And so there's symbolism used in the book of Revelation that God expects you to know if you've read the, uh, all the other books before you get to it. But let's look at your place, Revelation mm-hmm. chapter 13, which says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea, a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and on his heads the names of blasphemy. Now, first of all, mm-hmm. when we look at the sand of the uh, a beast, I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise out of the sea. Now, the sea mm-hmm. here... He's not talking about literal water. Um, over in the Old Testament, uh, in a number of places, the sea can stand for nations. And uh, uh, the text that is given, Isaiah 57, verse 20. E of okay, wicked- now, so, okay, so I set you up. Now, here's the thing. What if St. John actually was standing on the shore of the sea? Back in the G7 conference, and you can look this up, because St. John would never have had any concept of our world today. But in the G7 conference, if you look it up online and you look up on the images, at the last G7 conference, there was, they made out of um, ocean junk, if you will. They made out of the ocean junk. They made an effigy of the G7 heads. And if you look at it, it's got all of the seven heads, but it's made, and it looks like one person, and it's in the seat. It's coming out of the seat. And these seven heads have 20 horns. Well, next to the G7, when you watch the G7 conference, there was 27, because there's a G20 and a G7. And it says that it has the mouth of a lion, the legs of a leopard, gets its, its power from the dragon. Well, the mouth of the lion, Boris Johnson from England, was the main speaker Angela Merkel from Germany was the one who put it together. And, of course, we all know what China's doing these days. Uh-huh. And, then, and when we talk, and when we talk, and you got to look at this thing because it is, 
freaky. You would never be able to look at this picture and say it doesn't look like a beast. There's no concept of being able to, in his time, look at this. And it comes right out of the sea. They built it right at the end of the shore. And so when it says in the Revelation that, you know, one is at the sowing, sowing thing and it's taken and the other one is, you know, in the field and it's taken, we always look at this as a rapture, except... Well, what happens is, though, I hear you, but let's look, let's focus, though. What we have to do is focus like a laser beam on what it says in the text before us. Revelation 13, right? If we look at it, mm -hmm. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the names of blasphemy. And the beast which mm -hmm. I saw was likened to a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth is yep. the mouth of a lion. And the dragon, yep. that's Satan, gave him his power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the beasts wondered after the beast. That's talking about the Antichrist. Receives a deadly blow, uh, probably to one of his nations that also impacted yeah, him. There's a deadly blow, but there's a deadly blow. Let me finish. Let you talk. Verse 4. And they worship the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. The dragon is Satan, which gave power unto the beast. That's the Antichrist. They worship the beast, saying, who is likened to the beast, and who is able to make war with him. Okay? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things, and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to conquer forty and two months. So this forty and two months lets you know that it's impossible for this to be the description that you're talking about. Because of the fact See, I disagree with this you. Happened I, during, I, I, this happened during tribulation period. The same kind of forty two okay. months that Daniel was talking about. But aren't we in a tribulation period right now? No. Are we not in a major tribulation period around the world? We have the four Verse horses riding. We have the white horse, the No, worse is coming. This horse. isn't the tribulation, darling. Worse is coming than this. Definitely. You read Revelation chapter six, much worse. Once the tribulation comes, in fact, nobody will have to ask the question. When tribulation hits, everybody will know. That's why it's called the tribulation. It is so horrific till, uh, uh, you know, uh, people are going to run in fear. That's not something that you're going to have to uh, even but guess aren't about. Aren't we running in fear now? Aren't we not running like, in fear now? And when people get sick from the vaccine? Not, when people not like the tribulation period. Uh, notice this. Listen, listen to the description of it. In Jeremiah chapter 3. Listen to it. Wait a minute. Let me say this to you. Look, listen to what it says about the tribulation period in Jeremiah chapter 30. Okay. It says in Jeremiah chapter 30, verse uh, um, uh, 5. For thus saith the Lord, we have heard a voice of trembling, of fear, and not of peace. Verse 6. Ask you now and see whether a man doth travail with child. Because in other words, men are doing something, uh, acting like they're pregnant. And it tells us why. Wherefore do I see a man with his hands on his waist, as a woman in travail, and all faces are turned into paleness? Alas, for the day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble. Okay? And that Jacob, that means Israel. But he shall be saved out of it. That is what Jesus does during the Armageddon. When all the nations of the world come against Israel, he saves them. Okay? Uh, which shall come to pass, and that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off thy net, and burst thy bonds, and strangers shall no more serve themselves of thee. So, tribulation is going to be like nothing you've ever seen. Okay? Uh, what we're going through now it might be bad, 
But everybody's talking about the coronavirus and all of this, but uh, really you should look up the 10 great pandemics of the world. The pandemics have happened before, but there's nothing. Wait a minute, but, but, period but, I'm, but, but also, you know, I think, I think um, I didn't get to finish because, you know, like, in the in the Bible, when it talks about God taking somebody, like, you know, God walked with Enoch and he took him. And then right. Ezekiel, you know, there's a reference to a relationship with God. But in the book of Revelation, when it talks about people being taken, it just says one is in the field and is taken. One is at the sowing thing. Not in Revelation. Taken. You won't find that in Revelation. You'll find that in the synoptics. Okay, but I know it's in there. It's about and so people use that as the the way people are raptured, and that's the reference to rapture. I don't. However, that's not talking about rapture. What that is talking about is the ones who are taken were taken away to die. That wasn't a rapture passage. All right, but maybe, maybe what you could do, and I'll tell you what, what I'm teaching on uh, Tuesdays every Tuesday, starting at eleven o'clock. Uh-huh. What I'm dealing with uh-huh. is biblical prophecy, and we go into all of this. And all you have to do is log on. Strictlybiblical.org, and I'll tell you how to be a part of our prophecy. We deal with all this in detail, and my goodness, you sure look like a candidate for it, okay? All right, but i got to move on, giving you a lot of time. Uh, please uh, uh, check us out on Tuesday, and I, I appreciate your call. The number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss, taking a break, and we'll be right back. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844 844- 57 Bible, 844 Bible. Faith Talk has partnered with Westside Christian Academy, providing tuition at half off. Go to tuitionvouchers.com and get $2,000 off their first year at Westside Christian Academy in Detroit. That's half off tuition. Restrictions do apply, so review those carefully and get the Christian education you want for your kids or grandkids at tuitionvouchers.com. That's half off tuition for Westside Christian Academy at tuitionvouchers.com. Alistair Begg takes us to the book of Philemon to show us why we ought to always work to mend broken relationships. Friday on Truth For Life. Love never says, well, if they want to talk about it, they can come and talk about it. That is not love. Love always takes the initiative. Listen to the conclusion of a series titled The Road of Reconciliation. Friday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 830 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. 
Faith Talk, Detroit. Putts, pars, and pastors. Tee it up at the 2021 Pastors Masters with WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk, Detroit. Registration is open for this year's tournament Monday, September 13th at the Westwind Golf Club in Oakland Township. The cost is $20 for 18 holes and includes continental breakfast, lunch, prizes, and fellowship. Reserve your spot by logging on to faithtalkdetroit.com. Sign up yourself, a group, or gift the round to a pastor. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com for more Pastors Masters information. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. South Carolina joined 10 other states that have passed the heartbeat bill. It prohibits abortion once the heartbeat of an unborn baby can be detected. The bill passed on a party-line vote with two exceptions. Two Democrats, Representatives Russell Ott and Lucas Atkinson, supported the bill. Mr. Ott said, an unborn child is still a human being. I can't separate myself from that. He's right, and I laud him for basing his vote on this sound scientific fact, that and his belief in the sanctity of life. Of course, the extreme Planned Parenthood immediately filed a lawsuit to block the bill. But when it's all said and done, the yes votes will be on the right side of history. And that's the side of life. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org. And stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Right, we do have a caller, but right before we get to our caller, I want to finish that scripture that I started out with, which is a, really could be a challenging scripture unless we let scripture interpret scripture over in Psalms 82, where God says, I have said you are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. Wow, God calling us gods? Now, there are some cults out there who would like to use this, uh, verse, uh, this verse of Scripture to say that we are gods, we're little gods, we're all incarnations of God. But that's not what this verse is saying at all. Okay? Yes, he does say it, you are gods, and he's talking about his leadership. What does he mean? I like the way the Bible explains itself. The answer to this comes, of course, Scripture interpreting Scripture, Exodus chapter 7, right? Exodus chapter 7, where... We look at Moses in Egypt, right? Now, uh, Moses was God's representative, okay? God's representative. When he showed up, you know that God was with him. So much so, so much so, that over in Exodus chapter 7 and verse 1, here's what it says. In fact, uh, let's read um, uh, Exodus 6 and 30 and then move to uh, chapter 7, verse 1. In Exodus 6, 30, and Moses said before the Lord, Behold, and so here Moses is talking to God, right? I am of uncircumcised lips. How shall Pharaoh hearken unto me? Okay, that's what Moses said. Humble God. Moses was humble. It, it, would, it, it could only serve us well if more of us would be as humble as Moses was. And Moses said, this is verse 30, Exodus 6 and 30, And Moses said before the Lord, Behold, I am of uncircumcised lips. How shall Pharaoh hearken unto me? This is what God told him. And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a God. <laughs> wow. Okay. We've got to keep that in context. The Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a God to Pharaoh. In other words, he didn't make him a God or a little God or some kind of incarnation of God. Basically, what uh, God was telling Moses, 
that after I'm through working all my miracles through you, all right, uh, Pharaoh's going to thank you to God. <laughs> but he's not, and Moses knew he wasn't. And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a god to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Thou shalt speak all that I command thee. Okay? Moses was no god. He had to do all what God told him. Okay? Thou shalt speak all that I command thee. And Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh, uh, that he send the children of Israel out of his hand. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. So, no. Uh, you don't become another incarnation of God. When God called his leadership gods, all he meant was they were representing him. Okay? Uh, basically, he said, Pharaoh's going to thank you a God, Moses, but you know who God really is, okay? and nobody would be bowing down to Moses. All right, we've got uh, Gary. How are you doing, Gary? Uh, yes, Pastor Moss. Uh, you've got a subject I'd like to talk about. Uh, number one, the answer is in Luke 17. And this lady that came before, this is what she's talking about. And um, 26 through uh, uh, 37, I'll read it real quick. In the days of Noah shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man, the Son of Man is Jesus. And it said to eat and to drink, and then with people do uh, regular things when the Lord comes back. Then you go to 29, but in that same day that light went on Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone. Then you go to 30, even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. So the subject matter is when will the Son of Man be re revealed, and that means when he's coming back. Because it said, in that day which he shall be upon the housetop, and it's up in the house, let him that come down to take it away, and he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. So these are people that God is going to save. So they need to get do follow his instructions. Then in verse 33, whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. I tell you, in that day there shall be two men and one bed. The one shall be taken, and the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together, and one shall be taken, and the other left. Two men shall be in the field, the one shall be taken, and the other left. And the answer said unto him, Where, Lord? And, and he said unto them, Wheresoever the body is, thither will the eagles be gathered together. Okay, what this means is the body of Jesus, when he comes for the church, they, they're, they're called eagles, the saints of God. So... One will be taken and one will be left. That means the one's taken goes to be with the Lord for the rapture. And most people don't know that because they don't study it right. That's, that's my opinion there. <laughs> Have you studied or seen? Do you know people that believe it like I do? Well, there are people who believe uh, have a lot of different uh, uh, views at it in terms of what's going to yeah. happen. We know that definitely some will be taken and some will be left. We know that in uh, some places the ones that are taken are taken to destruction rather than the rapture. Uh, so these are to be saved if you look at carefully. The Lord's given how people can be saved when He comes back. Yeah, he said, "Don't go into the city." Well, anyways, I believe this is talking about the ranch when the Lord comes back. Those that are ready will go to be with Him when He comes. Absolutely. It'll be in the twinkling of an eye, right? When the Lord yeah. comes back. That's exactly. So we need to study this and see this. Is this right? Is the Lord talking about? Because He said, "Where, where the uh, eagles are, the, the body will be gathered." I believe the eagles are the saints of God. You remember in the scripture said they, that your mind up with wings as eagles. You're running that group. The eagles. Okay. The eagles are like vultures. So either you're right or wrong, okay? And if you're wrong, then you uh, misunderstand me, what, you, you, uh, what Gary, Jesus is talking about the eagles, right? The eagles. You'll see that the ones who are taken away are taken away yeah. to destruction. That's not a rapture passage. Look at it again and give me a call. I'll be able to I believe it is. 
Because the Lord is talking to his disciples. You have to take the study man. Will you pass your mind? He's talking to his disciples. Well, we don't have much time now, but I'll show that to you next time. I'll be at the top of my list. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. What we have to realize is that every time you see taken away, it doesn't necessarily mean taken away to, to good. It might be taken away to destruction. But that's a cliffhanger. Oh, I love it. We'll talk about it next time. And know this, the primary thing to look at if we deal with uh, when Jesus is coming, tells us this in Mark 13, 32. But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. We do not know when the Lord is coming. Could be pre-trip, mid-trip, post-trip. We simply don't know. Our job is to be vigilant. And to look for the Lord to come back, uh, what, what do they talk about, the imminent return? That's what it's about. He could come back at any time, and we just have to simply uh, be ready for his return. All right. Well, great having been with you. I don't think I've got much time. I don't think I can wiggle any more time out of Luke. How much time I got, Luke? I just got to ask you. Oh, my goodness gracious. That young man said, wrap it up, and he's the boss. So this is Pastor Moss. Remember what I promised uh, uh, Gary. We will get to that the next time, be talking about that. Remember our apologetics conference. Look forward to seeing many of you there where you can ask all your Bible questions and uh, hopefully get some very good answers. Until next time, this is Pastor Moss. Keep reading your Bible. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround or for a free, no-obligation digital audit, visit us at surrounddetroit.com. WLQB-FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. It's time to get back in. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.